When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. shout out to mystic novelty company on instagram and etsy guys that was so sweet of you um they remembered that my uh my daughter loves a fresno nightcrawler so they sent an enamel pin and uh she immediately stole it took it put it on the lapel of her blue jean jacket or whatever <laughs> so uh just thanks guys and if anybody is interested in just different stuff it's, it's super cool it's cryptids but in a like a, a normal theme, you know, like tea towels, uh, you know, that you hang over your stove, your stove bars, um, soaps, hot sauces, and then they have pins and, uh, you know, figurines and stuff like that. It, it just got all kinds of cool stuff, great gift ideas. Just go check them out. It's Mystic Novelty Company at uh, Instagram or Etsy. You, you won't be disappointed. I love it. Thanks again. I got another good episode for you today. I'm bringing back Britta to the show. Um, you probably recognize the name. She was on the intro um, with the with the music and stuff going on uh, about the darkness that surrounded her. Well, today we're going to talk about reincarnation and karma. I love the topic of reincarnation. I can't wait to get into it with her. Um, hopefully we have some personal stories of hers. So in just a moment, I'll be bringing her on. In the meantime, I want to point out this book that's sitting here beside me again. It's Demons Among Us by M.R. Gorga. I had M.R. on my show, and we went over his book and some personal encounters that he had. It was a very well-received episode. It was a very scary episode to do and an even scarier book to read. So if you'd like to get the skit, the shit scared out of you, the skit, you'd like to get the shit scared out of you, pick up a copy of it, okay? We'll be right back with Britta. Right. Hello. Hey. All right. My name is Britta, and I am a mystic. I would call myself. Um, you know, I've been on here before talking. You know, I, I didn't come on camera talking about experiences, but I'm more comfortable coming on camera and speaking to this um, idea that you have mentioned to me before, and I know that you have said that you're very interested in reincarnation. Yes. 
And um, for me, I have had direct experiences um, after my awakening that I, I, I told you about and the scary, scary stuff that happened to me. It was, I, um, I cannot go back to the same dimensions that I was. So it was a, it was no choice but to evolve into my spiritual gifts. Okay. And so, you know, once I started getting my, my chakras aligned and, and different things, um, I started to experience, um, past lives that I've had. And, um, one of the big things, you know, with uh, I'm a yoga teacher and in the Hindu tradition, they teach now, I'm not sure. I know Buddhism teaches it a little bit, but nowhere else have I ever really heard of that. Or I've in it, but other traditions, they also, I've never heard anything against it. Right. Right. Okay. So for me, the idea of karma, right, um, has a big role to play in what, where we are here in our life right now. Okay. And um, however, though, it also, karma also is what you sow in this life too. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's the idea of reaping what you sow. The, the thing is, is that um, if you're, you know, a turd, <laughs> yep. you know, now, and you change as a person here in this life, okay, that doesn't free you from what you did when you were a turd, okay? So you are always going to have a karmic cycle and so people say, well, I don't believe in karma and I don't believe in that past life stuff. Okay, okay, I think I get that. However, the reaping what you sow is still a form of karma. Yes. Okay. Um, so that is just my experiences with what karma is. There's also a thing called karma yoga. And that what that is, is that as a, a practitioner and as a teacher, I personally give back to the community through free, free yoga. So, you know, there's always this idea of, well, if you have spiritual gifts, why are you charging for them? Mm -hmm. okay. Well, there's different things with that. In this modern society, that's how exchanges take place. Money has an energy. However, the idea of karma yoga is like, I offer a free class every week and I will also help some type of group and I'll do a free yoga class for them. And that idea is what I'm sewing there. You know, I'm not, I'm not getting any financial gain from it. So it is purely to give back. And right. so when I give, I receive, it's the same thing as like tithing. Yes. Right. You tithe at the church and they, you know, the guarantee because it's biblical that God will make it full circle. Okay. So the idea of karma is really everywhere. We just don't call it that. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, I have had one really horrible review that I've that stuck with me on on my podcast. Okay, uh, I had a guy come on and felt so inclined to let me know that I was not a Christian, that I was into New Age mysticism, and yada yada yada. Well, I'll just go ahead and put it out there again because 
whatever. <laughs> I am a Christian, and I think reincarnation and karma tie directly into Christianity. Um, it's it's not even a, a religious thing. It's just, <laughs> you know, it, it's just what makes sense to me. You know, so if I'm wrong, I'll find out one day. But right, uh, you know, like you said, you reap what you sow. That is karma. So if you don't mind, I want to just, I'll just lay out where I'm, where I'm at and what I think, because I do not have any past life regression therapy or anything like that that I've done. Um, I haven't had any visions of past lives that I know of, but uh, I'll tell you where, where I'm at and how I got there. And then I'll shut up a little bit, <laughs> but while you were talking, it was bringing back everything that I've been thinking about. Um, I do believe in reincarnation. I do believe in karma. And I believe that what we do in this life determines our setting, you know, and our path for the next life. And I feel that that will continue until we reach enlightenment or until we're Christ-like, however you want to say it. Um, if we can get there by judgment day, you know, cause I don't believe that I'm going to die and go straight to heaven or go straight to hell, hang out until God comes back to judge. And then, you know, I don't think he's going to pull me up from hell and be like, you're going back to hell and throw me down there or pull me down to heaven to say, good job. Keep it up. Going back up to heaven. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. You know, maybe he does, you know, right. I don't know, but I just think that we just keep going. You know, and if we or when we screw this up, however far we've gotten, you know, if I was a womanizer in a past life, you know, in this life, I might be the woman getting cheated on to teach me a lesson, you know, or if I was poor as a church mouse and still gave to charity, maybe in the next life, I'll be Elon Musk rich, you know, to see if I can handle that. Uh, I think that we'll, we'll keep advancing until we get it right. Um, the reason what got me to reincarnation is when I worked in the coal mines. Okay, well, let me rewind. In 2009, my grandmother passed away. And that was like the hardest hit that I've had losing anybody. She was like a mom to me. She basically, you know, she helped raise me every day of my life. I had almost no notice, you know, I had two weeks and I was overseas when I found out that she was going. So of course I had a big depression and I started wondering, you know, that's when it started hitting me. What is on the other side? Where did she go? Can she hear me? You know, all that stuff. And so I prayed on it and I, I read up on it and I was working underground in the coal mines. And I remember always having that stuff in my mind, always being depressed. And I walked through this check curtain, you know, it's just like a, something to block the wind. You know, we all went from one section to the other. And when I walked through, it felt like something whispered to me, the word reincarnation, you know, and then everything started clicking. Um, yeah. So many things started making sense, you know, like I said about getting it right until your next life. Uh, it started making sense how these kids have, you know, there's childhood prodigies. Your kids are born being piano maestros or 
excellent athletes at certain things. And I feel like, well, they're bringing those talents in with them from their past life, you know? Um, and so I started looking in the Bible for it. And even in the Bible, from what I interpreted, um, Mr. One Star Rating, <laughs> what, of what <laughs> I interpreted was, you know, I thought I even caught a reference to reincarnation in the Bible with John the Baptist. Um, Jesus was talking, I think, to his disciples or to somebody. I'm not a biblical scholar, okay, so bear with me. Me um, But somebody said to him, or he said to somebody, you know, you were waiting on the return of Elijah. Well, I'm telling you that Elijah did return and you beheaded him, you know, saying that John the Baptist was the second coming of Elijah, the prophet, and he was beheaded. Hmm. So if Elijah come back as John the Baptist, then that means reincarnation is real, <laughs> you know, at least to me. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I've just done a lot of studying, a lot of praying, a lot of thinking. I have not had the luxury or the, the torment of reliving a past life through dreams or visions or anything like that. So I cannot wait to hear what you have experienced. And I'm sorry for tying up the first few minutes. I just wanted to get it all out there. <laughs> all right. No, I remember you saying that about your uh, grandmother. I remember that and you hearing that little whisper. Yeah. Um, where do I begin is the question because you said a few things. Okay. So for you, anybody who um, wants to talk about reincarnation and whether they believe it or not with the religion and this and this, well, I'm going to tell you, reincarnation can be seen in generational trauma. Mm -hmm. okay? okay. If you notice, there is, you know, in a family, there, if there's sex abuse in this generation and it's not dealt with, mm -hmm. That is, it's inherited in the next generation. Okay. So that is a form of reincarnation right there. You inherit generational trauma. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. And then, but then everybody has a choice whether or not to live into what they agreed to when they come, when they came here initially. Right. Okay. So in this book, I told you I was going to reference it, and it's called Sacred She's one of my favorite teachers. She talks about um, that before we come down here, we choose to come down here, by the way. And it has also been said that we choose our mothers. Okay. We choose to come down here. And when before we come down here, we make contracts with people. These contracts can be so small as that we smile at someone on the road or so big that it's a part of our dharma, which is our purpose or our karma. I very much believe that you are a part of one of my karmic ties and that you're a part of my dharma as well. Meeting you, having these types of discussions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Same thing with me and my fiance. He and I agreed a long time ago I've been, I think this is kind of weird and it sounds funky, but whatever. I was his mother in another life. Mm -hmm. It's, it, it's because the reason I say that is because I want to call him Camden, my son's name all the time. 
all the time. And I told him, I said, listen, it's been so much that I think I was your mother in a past life. And then the thing is, it's like I mother him all the time. Right. Okay. So that's just a part of it. And so for you to say, okay, I wonder, I've never had any past life stuff. I've never had any past life stuff. Well, if you look at your parents and what maybe they have done, Mm -hmm. you probably mirrored that. If they didn't deal with their stuff, if they didn't deal with their karma during their life, you inherited some of that. So maybe you can take a moment. Are you smiling? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So that is a part of your own personal karma and your family's karma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, um, a lot of souls have been um, around for a long time. I have a very old soul. And I know sometimes people say that. I hear like, you know, uh, my fiance has an old soul. I have an old soul. Um, a lot of kids, you can tell they have old souls. Right. Their soul has been around for a long time and it's seen a lot. Now, when we make these contracts with people and we come down here, and this is all, like I said, here's the book, Sacred Contracts. You can read it. This is where you find out your life purpose. And it's a big, that's a whole nother topic, how she does that, okay? But um, it says that we, and I've had a vision of this twice. So I truly believe, I think, because in Socrates or Plato or one of those other older scholars Mm. has said she references him here in this book but it is said that before you come down here before you come out of your mother's womb okay you pass through a river and that river you forget everything you ever knew i think that that is the cosmic joke is that we are trying to remember everything that we forgot because if you come, you know, as a child, you really know everything you need to know. Right. I never met a child and he or she like knows some children are psychic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the world says you, you are supposed to be in this box, these four corners and they stuck them and they stuck them and they stuck them and they forget. Yeah. And all they can think about is in this worldly stuff. So the cosmic joke is to unbecome what we have become and to remember what we forgot. Now, as for me, um, my first vision of a past life, and this happened right after that scary time that I've talked to you about, because it's been, it's been about four years of healing through this. But my first um, past life experience was I was in my living room. And I went into this deep trance and I don't know how I got there, um, but I went into this deep trance and I saw a vision. I was in a vision. It was a vision and I was a mother lioness and I was protecting my cubs. They were behind me. And then all of a sudden, all I saw was people gnashing at me. So it was like, they were trying to harm me, okay? And as an animal, animals just like accept death. It's a part of their, they just accept it. They accept anything. You know, these dogs right here, they're accepting sleep. They accept the present moment much more than we do, okay? And so anyway, but as a, as a lioness, I, it was in my vision, I just accepted my death. 
And I remember that plain as day. And so then throughout this, I went through a cycle of, I saw myself as a spirit when I died. I came out of the lioness and I split, and this spirit split into two. One was a dragon and I was the dragon and one was a horse and that is my sister. I have a very karmic tie with my sister and I'll explain that in a moment. However, that's what my vision was and then I came back. Now, in, angel, in numerology and angel numbers, 111 is a karmic tie, okay? And if you ever see 111, and 11-11, that means that your thoughts are rapidly coming to life. And that means that something has aligned karmically for you. Okay. So my sister and I are one year and 11 months apart. Wow. Exactly. Okay. And she is, um, she was supposed to be born on my birthday, but instead came exactly a month early. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I, I mean, it's just and we have a very karmic tie. But after, um, be well, before my experience, I talked to you about she and I went to New Orleans and talk about the most mystical place you've ever been. Yeah. I don't have you ever been once. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. Um, I, I was just wow. That's all I can say is wow. You know. But my sister and I in this life have a very karmic tie. And that's kind of, you know, personal as well. However, the 111 signifies that. We're like day and night. I'm blonde. She's brunette. I'm this way and, you know, talkative. And she's very reserved. I'm a English major or a communication major. She's a doctor. Wow. Okay. You yeah. know what I mean? And so one day with her, um, I had a vision and she was also said to, in her family, like when we went to a psychic first time before I came back to Christ and everything, um, the doctor said that in her, in our family was a medicine woman, which is where my sister inherited this karma of being a doctor. Right. Okay. And so when I had a vision also of me and my sister one day when we were together is that she was a medicine woman. And I was her nurse. It was a nurse doctor because I'm a Reiki healer, right? And so that's where our relationship came from. And that's where this life, you know, my highest potential, as it says in this book, and um, you pick, you have archetypes um, and you pick which archetype, like you, there's a set of archetypes and you pick it and you create a wheel and it's just, it's a whole big thing. But my point is in the house of the highest potential, I'm a healer. So my point, so see, we came into this life already having things to do. Okay. Um, another one, and this was, like I said, this was after, it, all, it was a big cluster when I had all my past life experiences. And it was particularly with this one man. And this one man I thought was my twin flame. Um, twin flames are, I think, no, I could be saying this wrong. Let's just say it's more than a soulmate. Okay. okay. Now, Justin is actually my twin flame, but this guy was a soulmate to me. And it was, it was crazy because our entire high school experience was the same. And um, we had a magnetic connection to each other. It was crazy. So all these things came about with him and with me and him, 
we were fulfilling our past life karma is what we were doing. And so all these things came about with me when I was with this particular man. Um, one that, so this, the second one I had was, I actually became very sick after this realization. I was in the bathtub and I was meditating and I'm a Scorpio, so I'm a, I'm a water sign and um, I heal in water. This is kind of, you know, it's, it all comes together, you know, yeah, so yeah. I'm in the bathtub and I'm having a vision and then physically I am like doing what I see in the vision. Okay, is that is best I can put. And so anyway, so it was really dark. And all of a sudden I put like I'm on my back, so I'm like supine. On my back, put my legs up or my legs and my arms up, like straight up in the air. And then all of a sudden I see something come at my throat and it cuts. And then immediately I open my eyes and I was a lamb that was a sacrifice. So then this is what it gets crazy. After that, my lymph node here in my left lymph node swelled out to here. What? I'm telling you, I literally had a doctor say, I don't know what's wrong with you. I had a lymph node swelled out to here, got sicker than a dog, sicker than a dog. Like, like um, I thought it was strep throat, wasn't strep throat. I had to miss Thanksgiving and everything. This is, 20, this is 2016 when this was. And um. Then after I got better, it was gone. So whatever came together from a past life was fulfilled with that sickness. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It was wild. It is wild. Okay. And then the final one, and you can like kind of, I don't mean to take over the conversation. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. The final one, and it's, well, not the final one overall, but with this cluster of ones I've had was, um, this man, like I said, I was seeing this man and we had just way too much in common for it to be coincidence. Okay. Um, which I don't believe in coincidences. I think it's all part of God's plan. Yeah. What I think. Um, and that is also karma. Okay. God, God lighten up everything. <laughs> it just is. And um, this was actually, this might be too much information, but this was actually while we were in bed together, I had this, it was like, I was taken hostage by this vision. And in the vision, it was more like I saw him change. And it was like, it was like I received information, I guess. It's, it's less of a vision, but I received information. I received a download. Mm -hmm. In my past life, and I think my sister is a part of this too. And I told her this. So this is nothing. She's not going to get in here and see this and it'd be, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But a part of this was he was a slave owner. He was white. And I was a slave and he betrayed me. He betrayed me. He either beat me in front of people mm -hmm. because in this, in this life, he betrayed me. Mm -hmm. And that's why I believe it hurts so bad during this life because, and then we got back together kind of, and then um, I received this download and I was like, that makes so much sense that that's why it hurts so much this life because he did that before. Yep. And so I was, a, I, and he was, well, the thing was, he was betrayed me because he was like raping me. Like, and then I fell in love with him mm -hmm. is what happened as I received more information about it. Like, you know, after I kind of decompressed it and I told him this, like, I'm not, I was, very, I was like, you know, you know what this, 
you know what I just got right now? So I kind of told him that. And he was kind of like, oh, you know, but um, that's what happened. And I think, I think my sister was the wife, the slave owner's wife. Oh, wow. Yes. That's what I think. So, but um, now Bart, the part about him betraying me and that like, like I was in love with him, but he was taking advantage of me. That is, I know that. And I think, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure my sister was a part of that. So that was my major karmic thing that I brought into this life that he and I had to solve or kind of bring together. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because here's the thing. I hadn't talked to him in years. I'm about to get married. Yeah. And he messages me. Oh, wow. And I told him, and I said that, I said, you know, you and I had a very karmic tie. So it's no wonder why you're messaging me right now. And I'm about to get married. Right. Yeah. So do you think in the next life that you'll have to have that interaction again for him to get it right or for, or did it where you had the realization in this life, did that door close and now you can move forward? I plan on closing as many karmic ties as I can <laughs> this yeah. life. Now, as far as what's going on with the next life, I, you know, I don't know. I just know that I am reaching. I think, first of all, I know Jesus is coming back soon. Okay. Right. So I don't even know, but yeah. I do know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know he's coming back soon and all that stuff. But as far as that, it's like now I am self-realized. I'm getting close and I think it'll be a while, but I'm reaching towards self-actualization. And it's like, if I get closer and closer and closer to that, I'm going to try to as many as I can. The closer you get to your purpose and the closer you get to your dharma, living your dharma, what you're supposed to do in this life, mm -hmm. um, the, the more stuff you're going to have to solve that was either you inherited it or you um, brought it with you. Yeah. Because some people don't think that. Some people, you know, are so wrapped up into this world that it's like they're not even open. They're not aware. Right. You know? Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Well, I got another question because you, you brought up two different instances where you had visions of being an animal. And I've, I've often wondered that, you know, I've all, I wonder where I stand on, you know, what what I, where I'm at so far with reincarnation. Do we live lives as animals? Apparently, you know, you, you've said you've had these experiences where you were a lioness and you were a lamb. And I never really knew if a, a human soul and an animal soul, you know, are interchangeable. Is, is it part of the progression or not? Um, it, I don't, you know, I guess it would make sense because we, our population keeps increasing and these souls have to be coming from somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, there has to be, you know, I don't know. Is there a finite number of souls on the, on our planet? Do we come from other solar systems and planets? You know, it's just, yeah. it's just so wild to me. Um, so this maybe can be answered 
in an ambiguous way, but I think that I can provide some type of insight into it though. Yeah. Um, my teacher that I learned from the very beginning from about reincarnation, just a little bit that I learned in a, in a school setting was that there are definitely different schools of thought. There is one soul to another. Or we, I mean, one soul to this body and then it transfers to another body. I lean more toward this other school of thought of collective experience. Okay, so it's not, I don't think it's like soul body to soul body. <laughs> I mean, because there's other people's DNA that comes into it. Right. Like, I mean, your mom and dad are different on this earth. So you're going to, you know, you're going to collectively be a little bit of all of it. Like, you know, you're going to inherit things, you know, from your military dad or your military whatever. But also you're going to, you know, inherit things generationally from when your family was a, a slave or when you were slave owners. Right. You see what I'm saying? And then you could also like, if you love animals, it's like, okay, well, they love, you know, that's going to bring it in too. You know, I firmly believe that one of my dogs that's, you know, was very um, good to me. She's now, but she knows what I say. She speaks English. I get, I can hear, I know she does. I think she was a transplant. I think that she was, I think she's another being. Cause she's an adult. You got something in your room, by the way. Well, I got incense burning. So is, is that what I hope that's is what, that it what it is? I hope to God it is. Cause I saged my whole house on Tuesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just keep seeing this stuff. I'm thinking, okay, now I got to definitely say something. Yeah. I got, I got some frankincense burning. Yeah. Uh, okay. I hope, okay. I hope that's all right. Praise the Lord. Okay. But, um, but that now there is um, during the 60s is, you know, how like the big flower power came about, you know, like the um, nonviolence, the hippies, the love movement, the peace movement, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, during that time, there were like people who were born during that time who were like big into like this, you know, people call them the hippies, right? They love the earth, one love, all this stuff, smoke pot, that stuff. Like that was a generation called the indigo yeah yeah i've heard okay. that okay and so now we are on crystal we're on what i, I couldn't hear you crystal crystal Cri children. okay it is along the same lines but they are very gifted most of them have blue eyes hmm. not saying that every one of them doesn't have blue eyes because that's also inherited hmm. but um i'm in the middle i actually had someone tell me i was a star being um star beings i've heard different things um they can be used to be angels i had a vision of when i was at when i used to be an angel actually um it's kind of funny it's, it's weird i don't know I, I i might tell that one i'll get back to that but <laughs> like i had a vision of that um also um star beings can said to be from other planets okay people think that like it's just kind of like who, who really we really don't know right but the idea though that people are here like you are here on this earth you chose to come right now during all this bullshit going on around right i mean that you said that when you came down here you said yes i will go down there and i'm going to do a job and you're here to do something people 
people who are being born right now is not a coincidence, especially now. In 92, it was not a coincidence that I was born. I chose right then, right there, in the rise of consumerism, materialism, I said, I'm going to come down there. And then I'm going to, I tell, and, and it's, you know, this, now this can get a little controversial. Okay. And I told, I talked to my fiance about this recently, because this is a conversation I have a lot. Because <laughs> I'm currently, I'm trying to figure it out too, dude. Like, yeah. I want to figure out how everything meshes. But I chose to go through the trauma that I did go right. through. I chose that. Um, I chose to do this healing journey in this life. Now I had a choice. You have a choice in this life, whether you heal, like you break down or you break open. Right. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And that's the choice. But before you even got here, you said, I'm going to go through this. I am. I'm going to choose to do that because that's part of your contract. If you're looking for the ultimate gear in EDC or survival, go to SquatchSurvivalGear.com and check them out. Um, I've had Chris on the show a couple of times. It's his business. It's veteran-owned. Every component of every product is 100% made in America. Plus, you get packs uh, that have the coolest names ever, you know, like the Rock Ape or the Minahuni. Go check out SquatchSurvivalGear.com. Use promo code BUMP10 and save 10% off of any product site-wide. You know, it's about here. I'm gonna bring it up. It talks about Jesus's contract. Contracts of the masters. It talked about the story of well, it, before I get to Jesus, it talked about the story of Abraham is one of the most renowned of all the sacred scriptures, right? And it said that he had a contract to make, or he had a contract. She talked about that. Um, the founding of Israel emerged out of the vision in which the God called Yahweh communicated to an ordinary mortal man named Abram. I mean, that is a contract he, he made, right? And then it talked about Jesus's contract and it talked about how Jesus, I can't find it. I had it a minute ago, but it talked about how Jesus, he even tried to get out of his contract. Yes. I've begged the Lord to get out sometimes of this hard contract that I, you know, I, I don't want to do that, God. Right. I don't want to do that. But if it's God's will, it's God's will. Right. You know, I've had a, I've had a dream of this, whatever I'm here to do, whatever I'm here to do, I had a dream about. Okay. And I think it's much more than teaching yoga. I think it's much more than teaching this. I think it's much more than teaching mindfulness and all this stuff. I think it's something different. I think it's something to do with when Jesus comes back. I have a contract. And I had a dream standing, agreeing to it. It was one of, we, when you have big dreams like that, it's called epic dreams. So right. if you like ever have a dream that you remember and it's big, that's called an epic dream. And you only get one or two of those in your life. Wow. Um, and so anyway, but that's one of my epic dreams I had. And I stood there with an evil presence and somebody else beside me. I think it was um, my deceased uncle who I think had a major a part to play for me coming in this world. Um, he died when he was 21, which was probably about 40 years ago. Um, 
anyway and so I think that came about with me like I have a major karmic tie to him and his death because I named my son after him oh, okay you see what I'm saying yeah when you and then that's a part of reincarnation too is you naming someone after someone Jesus was an incarnation of God right I like it. I, I, I keep thinking back to what you said about the generational karma, you know, and that isn't that also in the Bible somewhere that, you know, our children, our, our children reap what we sow. And I don't think that's just for like inheritance, you know, uh, monetary inheritance or something like that. You know, it's like, it's not just passing down the business to your son or to your daughter. It's also, you know, what our actions are what we do the life we go through our kids have to live through that also right is that what, is that what you're saying yeah well i'm saying there's inner inherited generational trauma like people who are of african-american descent mm -hmm. they still like they are still healing from their generational trauma right i mean slavery you know it wasn't that long ago Right, no, no, right. segregation wasn't that long ago. That's right. you know, that's close. Like that was what was that, 60s? Yep, yeah, 50, 60 years ago. That's what I'm saying. So it's like they are now. I mean, all these uprisings and stuff, and people finally like people say, Oh, well, people were offended so much, blah blah blah. Honestly, you know, they <laughs> they have every right to be. Yeah. But I mean, that, and that's a whole, I don't mean to bring up a puppy subject, but my point is though, is they are healing from this intergenerational trauma, this, you know, of, of being captured and being taken somewhere they didn't need and all this brutality and beating and stuff like that. And this is only three generations from that original trauma that right. these people are still dealing with that. My, you know, I suffered from sexual abuse and the, the generation in front of me did as well oh wow you see what i'm saying like that yeah. is inherited and if you think about you know i don't know was your dad in the military oh yeah okay so you also inherited what he did you know what i mean and yeah. um you are that's a generational thing for trauma for both of you you know right. yeah that makes sense that does I mean, if you really think of it, that's called pat. You know, you look, you look at patterns, and as we're doing this, we're um, we're establishing patterns and we're enhancing our chakra, and that's what this is. And it's not just psychic abilities, and it is, but it's not just that. It's also ability to look past and see patterns. Yeah, I love talking to you. <laughs> I had, you were asking for more people to talk. I got it. I got it. I want to talk about this because it is. I um I don't get to come out of my spiritual closet. Well, I guess my woo-woo, like my my oh, like this, my mystic closet. Like yeah. it, it's um interesting yeah. to say the least. You can't really talk about this stuff with everybody. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't even talk about a haunted house with everybody you know what i mean it's like people aren't ready to accept anything out of their little box so box. the box uh you talked about before i hit you know before i started recording again 
that you had some deja vu experiences and stuff like that we could go over. Sure. Um, deja vu. Mm -hmm. Is that, are we really doing the same thing over and over again? Or is something just so strikingly familiar that it seems like we've done it before? Um, what kind of what kind of experiences have you had with deja vu because I, i've had times where i'm like okay all of this seems like i've already been here i've already done this and then i will feel like i end it by saying something ridiculous or slapping myself on the leg or something to get like to snap myself out of it yeah because i feel like i'm just like oh shit you know it'll go on for like a minute sometimes and i like i, I gotta stop this this feels weird yeah uh, should i be stopping it <laughs> I would welcome the experience. Okay. Welcome it. And it could give you some information. Maybe you are trying to receive a download. Okay. Honestly, um, my deja vu experiences are um, like the deja vu experience was when I was with that man. Mm -hmm. That's what that was. That was an information download. I've been here before. This, oh, this is what that is. Okay. My other experiences include I will dream about something, an object more of the time, because that's how um let me pick this real bit. That's how I want to say spirit. There's God, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that's that, let's just call it God. That's how God communicates with us, is through symbols a deeper communication okay right. there's also spirits who can communicate with you but there's symbols so the the angel numbers and things mine is symbols i'll see something let's say a flower pot in a dream the next day when i see that flower pot it brings me right back i said oh i had a dream about that oh this is significant i've been here before or i was told i'm gonna i was gonna be here right that those are my experiences and then i will have if you find like okay you get in the groove with somebody you and somebody me and you maybe we've been here before because mm -hmm. it feels so natural right to just talk about these things and you can talk about this kind of conversation other people here comes justin um and it might get loud with the dogs so. that's all right okay but um but other times too is you get in a groove with somebody and you're like damn we've done this before those are those experiences and that's when you know i've been there with that person before therefore that is a reference to a past life okay okay yeah. or maybe you know it could also be an ancestor you and the, and the relative and them and a relative are doing the same things which is also karma right coming into the same thing same thing that's the, what it is with my sister too when we get into our groove and we're, you know, whatever, it's like, we've been here before. We've done this before. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I haven't had a whole lot of those experiences, you know, where I'll, I'll dream something and then see it later or anything like that. I'll just get to like, if I'm sitting quietly, you know, and everybody's talking around me, I'll know what they're saying as they say it kind of thing. Like, it's just like, I've heard all this. This is, you know, it just feels weird. I, I feel like I'm almost in a dream. I get like kind of spaced out and I'm like, okay, I got to snap out of this. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't like this feeling. 
and yeah but this is a dream too this is a dream state where i had a teacher tell me that one time this right here is a dream state this is not real yeah no, this is a projection oh, like a simulation <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and the, the idea is to, you know, get out of the meat suit because this is not who we are. This yeah. is not who I am right. right here is where we are. And so you had a soul connection. It seems it appears that with those group of people, you communed before yeah. with them. Okay. Well, I can take that. That makes sense. Okay. And I've heard also that speaking of you know reconnecting with souls and you know all that that and this is just what i've heard from like tv mediums and stuff i've heard people say that you have basically a soul family and you kind of stay within your your group like if uh your great uncle passes away you know he might come back as your child you know like you kind of stay inside that familial kind of bond do you what do you feel about that you think that's about right or i'm pretty sure that you just i mean i just said that right my son my my uncle who passed away i named my son after yes. him. okay you, you, think for, you think that's for everybody like we're all like that in our own little webs or will there be some outsider i, I do think I do not think that um, the human experience is um, exclusive to me. <laughs> I think that this is like, you know, every everyone experiences this. The yeah. same, like, sometimes we feel so alone with things. And then there's somebody right down the street that's going through the same thing. Yeah. We are, you know, there is a reference point for human beings. There is. And it's the body. Yeah. everybody has a body everybody has a family everybody you know and we all need the same things so yeah i i would i don't i have never really heard that but um again the whole idea of contracts though mm -hmm. right is that we do agree to things we do agree to fulfill things now am i saying everybody ever we come in contact with is a part of our contract no Right. But what I do believe is that the closer you get to your purpose, like we talked about earlier, the closer you get to your dharma, you are going to meet people like that. And they're going to come and they're going to have a reason for you meeting them. The closer you get to that, it'll be like rapid fire. Everything start falling into place. Yeah. And there's a thing called numerology. And that one's that's really cool. I don't know a lot about it, but I do know like you add up this and this and this and it comes your whatever, and you can do with what's the year and this and what's your age and all that stuff. And they can come into a karmic year. And those clusters that I talked about that I had three past life experiences in one year, and it mm -hmm. happened to be with a soulmate of mine. I was meeting him. I had a karmic year that year. I had one of my um, healers tell me that she did my numerology thing. She said, you're going to have a karmic year. Right. So it's, you know, it's, it's phases of our lives as well. Now, are those karmic years, are those cyclical? Like, is it so ever so many years? Like you can expect one to happen, you know, every 12 years or anything like that? Or is it just 
you know, once in a lifetime kind of thing. It has to do with the numbers. It's num it's numerology for reference. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now for me, I don't have the answer to that, but I do know the discipline that you find out when yours is or when it will be is called numerology. Yeah. I've heard people talk about numerology and that's just like way beyond me, you know, because it seems like everything breaks down into ones and threes yep. and it's yeah. All the way one to nine. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. I have another question for you. And uh okay. I don't know. I don't think I'm an idiot for asking this, but I have since I spoke to you, I've talked to I think four people who practice Reiki oh. and I've had several people talk about dragons and I have never heard anybody talk about dragons before in my life, except for like dungeons and dragons. You know what I mean? Uh, when, when you say that you split into, you know, a, a dragon and what was the other? Was it a horse? You said a horse. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, are we talking like a, a, an actual like dragon? Dragon like with scales and wings and horns and. That's what it was. It was like my soul was a lioness split in half. Okay. And one was a dragon, and one was a horse. And those are you know there's things called animal totems too. Right. Like. You can look into and that now i've never i'd love to hear what the ladies or whomever said about great the dragons i've never heard of that but right. that's what i do know yeah is okay. that that what we split into well i, I found it fascinating because you know in like eastern philosophy you know it's always like a, a symbol and i didn't know if it was a, a, a symbolism that's identified as a dragon or if, if you're actually seeing a dragon um the other the, one of the other episodes I, I talked to somebody about it i haven't released it yet okay. um it, it might release by the time we do this one okay but you know she's talking about how she has this dragon spirit that used to protect her home and you know yeah and i just i didn't understand it's hard for me to wrap my head around you know yeah because i'm just not there you know i, I I've, I've never witnessed anything like that but i'm trying, I think you're to, trying to be though right yeah i'm trying to understand it all i'm trying to you know, I'm very open to learning. Yeah, I um, think that, and this is just me being my, myself and my yoga teacher self, that um, for you to experience this firsthand, you need to get out of your head and into your body. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I, I okay. do a whole, I do a whole lot of thinking. That's the problem. <laughs> you, uh, you need to get into your body because I believe that when you get into your body, you are going to be open up to some wisdom. Yeah. Especially if you're pondering all these things, it's like the wisdom of your body is going to open you up your intuition. That's how I. That's how I get messages. It's through my body. Yeah. Like if I'm having. I don't do this very often, but if I have a relative, someone who's dead and they just, I'm with somebody and they're poking me and they're aggravating me to death. It's like when I give them a reading, when I kind of relay messages from that dead person to the other person, mm -hmm. I receive those through my body. Anything you receive is about the reading is what they teach. So if I like, for example, one time during a reading, I smelled an onion 
-hmm. And I said, why do I smell an onion? And this lady just burst and she was like, oh oh my gosh, so-and-so this reference. And it just, and that was a, um, what is it? That was a um, solid, solid, okay, she's not full of crap. He is here with me. Yeah, it's a validation, right? Speaking of smelling stuff and all that, I told you I saved my house a couple of days. It's kind of off topic, so forgive me, okay? (laughs) But I I know that when you said there was something in here with me, I about shit my pants because, (laughs) (laughs) look, the other other day, uh, we had we had some stuff go on at the house. Um, we we've been hearing a lot of stuff stirring around. You know, like it sounds like something's moving, or it sounds like something's in the dryer, but inside the wall. You know, like it don't make sense. You, know, you hear like a tumbling noise and stuff like that, and uh, you know, tensions just got real high around the house again, and people there's a lot of infighting. You know, and it's you know there's two teenagers and an old married couple, so there's going to be some arguing. But things just didn't seem right. You know, it's like it was getting a little, a little vicious. And yeah. uh, I started having nightmares. And mm-hmm. I never have nightmares. I, I, I pass out. You know, if I have a dream, it's something weird usually, you know, but never bad. Mm-hmm. But for two or three nights in a row, I could not sleep. I couldn't take a 15-minute power nap without it being a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And uh, it felt like something was actually targeting me. And it was getting to me when it could. And that's, you know, when my guard's down, I'm asleep, you know. So uh, I think it was over the weekend, last weekend, my wife, she has a, uh, we have a, we have four bedrooms in the house. And one of the bedrooms is just like her closet. Okay. She's got like a ton of clothes and she was coming out of there and standing in front of my daughter's room was this blacker than black shadow and my wife absolutely fearless she reaches out (laughs) you know like swats to see you know who's standing there kind of thing and she said you know it kind of just evaporated she couldn't touch anything but she said it was something standing there and uh i gave myself chill bumps like um yeah buddy yeah and it was the next night or two that I started having the nightmares, you know, and she didn't tell me about that until I told her I was having these nightmares. So Tuesday, I, I couldn't go to work. I was just too angry, too sleepy. Um, I stayed home and we have this text conversation back and forth about everything that's been going on. And she, she told me to stay to the house. So I do. Um, I don't know what I'm doing yet, Britta, you know, so, I got white sage. I had some of that Palo Santo. I had frankincense and myrrh, you know, in the resin form. And I, I lit it all at the same time. And I walk around the house, you know, and I'm, I come up with my own mantra, you know, and I, I'm ordering stuff to leave. You know, I'm hitting every corner of every room of the house. And I go all through the downstairs and all through the kitchen. I go around into the garage. And as soon as I shut that garage door, it's cold chill city all over again. Um, it just felt like something was staring at me. Uh, like I, I wasn't alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So despite almost feeling goofy about it, I start talking out loud, you know, uh, louder, you know, commanding things to leave, whatever's in there. And I'm in there for probably two minutes, just smoking this stuff all, <laughs> all over the place. And I felt like it left. Yeah. You know, I, I felt that heaviness just lift away. And I'm like, okay, that worked. You know, it, it obviously there is something spiritual going on in here. So I take myself upstairs and I start hitting the bedrooms and the bathroom. And then I, I go into my daughter's bedroom and right at her closet door, which is directly above the garage, that same feeling hits me again. So I start doing a whole process over again. And it felt like it lasted for a while again. So I'm, her room probably still smells like sage up there, but uh, eventually it left. But immediately after I finished, I come downstairs and my daughter was sitting down here doing her, her schoolwork. She's, she's virtual. She had no clue what I was doing. She wasn't paying no attention to me. And uh, I go in there, I ask her a question. She smarts off. And the next thing I know, we explode into this big fight. And it, it felt like, you know, after the fact, after I got to, to talk to her, like we, we argued hard. My wife come home for lunch. I verbally just, boom, just jump on her. We start arguing. She goes back to work um, early. I, and I, I wasn't acting like myself at all. But after I had time to process everything, I felt like we had to not just cleanse the house, but we cleansed ourselves. You know, I felt like we got all that out of ourselves and pushed everything out. And things have been back to seemingly normal for about the last 48 hours now. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I was just so afraid. As soon as you said something's in here, I was like, oh no it didn't work, <laughs> you know, yeah. but yeah, we went through all that and, uh, that's been my week here. Wow. So are you pleading the blood of Jesus over it? Well, you know, I didn't say the blood of Jesus, but I, you know, I said, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, you know, yeah. you know, you know, re, you know, for it to whatever it is, you know, to go back to Jesus Christ, let him send you where you need to be or, you know, I, I said, if I can remember exactly what I said, it was like negativity and I think it was darkness and negativity is not welcome here, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I, I would say negativity and darkness. Yeah. It's not welcome here in the name of Jesus Christ. And that's what I kept saying. And yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, but I yeah. sure feel like I had to do something and I feel like oh it was, you know, okay. I, so what yeah if that would happen again and i i swear i think it's because of this show you know, i think it is like, it's like every time like this book beside me demons among us i talked to the author and he's a christian you know every everything in there is about how good wins you know but it's like stuff stirs up all the time yeah Speaking of uh, Justin, I know he's probably right there in the room, ain't he? <laughs> he just got home a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he said he had a story, too, if he's got time to talk about it. No. Oh, come on. 
I've called it's, him out. It's interesting. Um, he does have since being with me and kind of being open to it. He's like he's got his own gifts. Uh, here he comes. All right, there he is. Hey, sexy. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. How you doing, buddy? Yeah. So, okay. I don't, I don't even know where it's. Well, I, I can't hardly hear you. Hold on. So let me turn my side up here. All right. I'm, I'm very soft. You're what? You need to speak up. Soft spoken. Yeah. Better start yelling. <laughs> um, hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, well, it's kind of something that a story for that we both have and have aspects of. Um, but whenever Britta and I got together, there were certain kind of guys. Yeah, I was definitely opened up to more things. And I started realizing more about myself and seeing more and just being in tune with her more. And it opened up my eyes and my and my body and spirit really to a lot more. And I think I'll say how to say some of this. He had and I can describe it and he can tell you the story. Okay. But um, he had a spirit and we don't we don't know what it is. We told it to leave, but he had a spirit reveal information to him that I had done regarding another person. Okay. And he would have dreams about he would say, I had a dream about this. Not he said, Did you do that? And I said, Yeah, I did. And it was like trying to protect him in a way. Yeah. Um, because it was someone I was formerly involved with that I still have to be involved with. Um, and whatever was, was relaying information to him. And it was like, it was something like, she will do something and she did something. Hold on, the sound's going in and out. I don't, I don't mean to stop you, but I can't hear. No, no, no. My, my voice doesn't carry well. Um, but it was almost like, like one of the dreams, it, like she had received a picture. I mean, and it was, a, it was an innocent picture, nothing, you know, out of the way. But I was, I was just, I was talking to her and I was like, hey, did so-and-so, or it came up, I was like, did so-and-so send, send you a picture? And she was gone. No, and it had happened like weeks before and and it was like well it was i saw you know i had a dream that there was a picture and it you know the picture was this and the person was holding this in the picture and it said this on it and it was this and she was like well wait 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 yeah and then she went back and looked and then she pulled up the, the picture and it was exactly what i saw in my dream nice <laughs> and and it it creeped me out yeah, and and in these dreams that I would have about at this whatever this was would tell me, I mean it would be it would share like conversations that she had had down to the word. Oh wow! Like like you know, like this like and without giving in yeah. things away. Yeah, we don't need uh, details. <laughs> like 
he answered the door one day wearing a robe. And the person that, that was on the other side of the door had made a comment about her in the road. And I had a dream, like just a couple of days later about this. And I, I saw it clearly. And I was like, did, you know, did, did you enter your door in, in your robe the other day? And she was like, well, yeah. When so-and-so knocked on the door, you know, I answered the door and I was wearing, I was like, did they say this? And she was like, yeah, exactly what they said. And I was like, okay, because that's that I, I knew this like and and, and there there were multiple multiple times that this happened and in and, and it just it kind of came about like looking looking this up you know through a dream that we both had one night this thing revealed its name oh wow and it yeah its, it's name was echo and it spoke in in her dream through an Alexa Echo, <laughs> uh -uh. as weird as that is, yeah. but it used that, and it and it used in like its voice was very evil, yeah. at all, really, and, and it was very mean to her, and it spoke harshly, and its voice was just, it, it sounded evil when it spoke to her, but to me, it would do things to protect me, so it's almost it was almost like. It, it had like this protection over me. Like it was yeah. trying to shield me from things. Yeah. And looking and, and I, and I started doing research because I mean, you know, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to things like that. And, and it turns out echo was, was like this nymph type being, and I'm not saying this is exactly who it was, but it used this persona right. that was infatuated with Zeus. And whenever I forget Zeus's wife's name, um, whatever her name was, Aphrodite. Aphrodite, whenever she would step out and do things contrary to him and to hurt him or to, to be with other gods or be with men, she would lash out. Echo would lash out to protect Zeus and go against Aphrodite. And, and, so, and that's how this thing revealed itself was using that name of Echo. Yeah. This might sound like maybe a past life or something. It does, don't it? From when you know, maybe we used to be in Greek. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> but that you know, that kind of comes into play. Things like this happen as well. You know, um, yeah. we have spirit guides throughout our life. Yeah. And you know, not saying this thing. This thing, we we're not sure what it was, but it might have might have stemmed from a past life from that. Right. Yeah, I, at first I thought it was. Well, I was like, "Oh, nice," because you 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 can you can picture this and you hear that. I was thinking that it was more like you were developing this awesome psychic ability. Yeah, you know, and that sounds like a gift, but that's a that's a bad that's some bad juju is what it sounds like. You know, some kind of entity driving a wedge is what it sounds like. You know. Whatever it was, and we ended up. Well, we went, you know, to it to her Reiki room and 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 did, you know, like we used sage and did all the things and all and and forced it away, yeah. and 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 it left, and you could physically feel 
lighter. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I felt lighter after it because it was, it was attached to me. Yeah. And, and it was it was the strangest feeling that I'd ever had. Like, I didn't like it. How long has this been gone? It's been a few months. Yeah, um, it was a few months ago because this in like two weeks, I also cast out a demon from another person. Like, so I did that and then I did that and it was, um, I've never seen anything like it either. That was amazing. I mean, you know, in a, in a terrible way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you <laughs> You said it just no, so nonchalantly. I, I cast out a demon too. Yeah, but that's what I'm here to do. I mean, we we're talking about archetypes earlier in another, another conversation. We could talk about how to distribute your purpose with archetypes, but in the archetypes, we, you know, we both have, we have everybody has to go. Okay, but everybody's born with more. And do you know what an archetype is? You know what? Your sound's going wonky. It's like, and I'm getting like every other syllable. That's because something probably don't like what we're talking about. That's exact. It was as soon as I started talking about what happened in this damn house. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, okay, I can hear you good. But- Okay, but point is, he has an exorcist in his. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Point is, you need to read this. Yes, I will. Sacred yeah. contracts. I will yeah. order that probably this weekend. As soon as I finish this scary ass book over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, my point is, like, he inherited that. One day, I truly believe we'll be, that's what we're called to do anyway, is cast out demons and, yes. and, and do what Christ did. Yes. Um, but with the right protection. So you, my friends, you need to, like, you need to develop some more, and then you'll have that authority to keep that, to keep those things out and to set them gone and let, you know, set that authority. Because it sounds like you're saying the right things, right? Right. But it's like your whole heart and your whole mind, body, spirit need to believe it. it need right. to be alive. And then you will establish that authority. And that also means getting closer to Christ. Right. That's the goal, right? That's the whole goal. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna to, I'm I know I said this last time, but I'm gonna to have to come visit you guys. I got I got range of motion now. I can move my shoulder finally. So Good. I, I will yeah. make my way down there this summer and do a okay. do a session or two with you and pick your brains on how to exercise those those baddies. Yeah, you know, and you know, you can do that, and you can also meet with us and and um, have coffee. It don't have to be, you know, yes. whatever. You you can come to the studio. You we can meet outside and yeah, you know, whatever, man. Just hang out a little bit. I'd love yeah. that. I'd love that. So, but thanks for having me. And thank you guys. You too, Justin, <laughs> for, for, for the cameo. All right, that's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to the bump podcast.com. Click the episode tab 
and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button and holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right. Again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.